Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to the Isles Buzz Podcast. This is your one-stop shop for everything surrounding your New York Islanders. And now, here are your hosts, Dan Petru and Noel Fogelman. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. This is the Isles Buzz Podcast, part of the Lighthouse Hockey Network. Subscribe to the channel on iTunes or wherever podcasts are found. Check out all the amazing shows on the air. Islanders Anxiety, PT Isles, our show, of course, Isles Buzz, uh, Islanders are one winners, uh, my favorite Islander games, and I'm forgetting one, Lighthouse Look Back. Of course, how can I forget that one? There'll be a new episode th- this week featuring Graham Townsend, a former Islander. So that, that'll be a good one. Dan, the trade deadline, a couple hours away, and won't expect too much from the Islanders, will we? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was trying to process all those podcasts. We have a lot on the channel. Yeah, we really do. And that's um, and, and all our, our friends as well. The other some of our other friends of networks that, that, that do the shows as well. You got there's plenty of places to go for Islander talk, isn't there? Yes, plenty. Um, but yeah, this is this. I guess we'll call this the official trade deadline preview show. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so we have to decide what's going to happen uh, over the course of Monday. 
Uh, is there going to be a major shakeup? Will Lou finally improve this team? What is this team right now? We do know one thing. They got it. A, they got a much needed four points uh, after beating the Red Wings and the Sharks after that pitiful road trip. So maybe they just needed to get away from the Western Conference, who they're terrible against, uh, especially on the road, and just get to some home cooking. Uh, of course, playing the AHL Red Wings helps, and a decimated Sharks team helps as well. But you still have to win those games, and scoring four goals in both of them is encouraging. Where is this team right now? Yeah, you know it's funny because we were. We're on like an email chain with the other uh, Lighthouse Hockey guys, you know, kind of scheduling our podcast, you know, letting you know people guess and stuff like that. So, unfortunately, you know, due to unforeseen circumstances, we didn't have a show last week. But when we were scheduling last week's show, we're like, well, we'll, we'll probably do it maybe next Wednesday or Thursday to recap the four-game losing streak during the West Coast. <laughs> that was, I think, after the Predators game. So we didn't even factor in the three other losses. So it, it was kind of funny. Um Winning you know, obviously solves all problems, so it kind of pushes that disaster of a road trip back where the Islanders actually fell out of the playoffs for a night. Now they're tied. Actually, they have the first wild card spot by two points over Carolina. We'll get to Carolina in a second. But now all of a sudden they're six points back of the Capitals. The struggling, very inconsistent Capitals for the first place in the Metro. I, right now, you have, you have to think that the Penguins are the team to beat in the Metro, um, even though the Caps regained the lead. And that's, see, that's the thing. That's what's so crazy about where they are right now. They're a couple points from being out of the playoffs, and they're six points from winning the division. So, I mean, you just have to leapfrog a few teams. But still, it's like, what does Lamorello do over the course of Sunday night and Monday? Because this team, obviously, we know this team is good. This team has talent. This team tries really, really, really hard. Can they can Lamorello inject enough skill into this team and speed and creativity to match that work ethic to help this team more? Because this is a team, even though it's flawed, with maybe two acquisitions, could at least get maybe you know you're looking maybe second round you know get past there because once you get to the playoffs it's all about matchups and the, the thing is while the Islanders have had serious issues scoring goals. They play well against the Capitals. They match up well against them. They match up well against the Bruins. Even though they lost to the Lightning, they usually play the Lightning tough. And you know and I know you can you can punch the Lightning in the mouth in the playoffs. So it's like some of the matchups they could end up with, they, they actually match up well. The Penguins this year, I don't know. It's not like last year's Penguins team. Now it's a bunch of no-names we never heard of who will surely score hat-tricks against us. But – Right now, if they get those right matchups, they can get out of the first round. And then once you're once you're in, anything can happen, right? And especially if Varlamov has been, even though he's let's see, two and four in his last six games, right? Or, or I mean, he played yeah. to play every game in the road trip. Even though he, he he's you know he's only won a couple of his last games, he's been fantastic. Yeah, he, he's not the reason why they lost those games on the road trip. I mean, no. he he basically had to give up negative two goals per game. To keep the Islanders in. I mean, he's given up like eight phenomenal. goals in his last five starts. Yeah, he's been phenomenal. He's taken the reins in the number one spot. And Grice is not. Grice has not been good. No, he's not. And th- this is, you know, all eyes are on Lou right now because yes, this this team is it's not a young team, and it's no, not it's, like, it's the it's uh, it's the fourth oldest team in the league. Yeah, so this is kind of a, it's a now team. Their window is is pretty small. They don't have a lot of prospects, so. Are you willing to trade a number one to get a rental or a player with at least one year of term 
to make a run. I mean, there's no clear. I think you, I think you, you know, maybe, you know, like what Lou did with the Andy Green trade, maybe you try and defer it to next year. Yeah. Maybe and, you know, make, you know, the Andy Green, um, the, he, he's been great so far. There's a much need. Yes. Uh, yes. Acquisition. He, he's been great. I mean, people can complain. They gave up a second round pick. I don't care because they needed to get him. It wasn't it's like 21. So it's not the end of the, right. not the end of the world. Exactly. And the only reason why Lou made that trade was because obviously Adam Pellick was out. So he wasn't really a trade. It was trade to fill a hole. It wasn't a trade to like, you know, improve the team. It was kind of right. to make the team, you know, whole again. I guess you, you can say um, he has stabilized that that team. The, he's they've totally, been yeah. the defense has been night and day since he's been there. It, exactly, and you know, it's a nice pairing with him and Pulak. A um, very nice pairing. He's yeah, someone exactly. you can maybe resign for a year because, like, look, Pellet comes back mm-hmm. healthy. It's going to take him a little while to get back. And Mayfield hasn't shown that he's won a roster spot. He could sit in the press box. Boychuk can have some nights off. I think if you can get Green on a one-year extension, you do it. Yeah, and, you know, like, obviously the flaw guy right now is Noah Dobson, which, which right. is, is totally good. But he's going to get into a game here and there. He and he can go to Bridgeport next year if he's not ready. He's, he's yeah. 19 years old. It's okay. Right. And, and you can, like you say, you can rest Mayfield. You can rest Dob- Boychuk for a game. You can even sit Letty, who has just been, you know. You could trade Letty, too. I, I totally would too, but I've, I've kind of, you know, I, I spent hours on this. I ton of research. I understand Lou's trade philosophy. He only, <laughs> the two trades he's been with the Islanders. Yeah. He's traded with his former organizations. Right. First Toronto then New Jersey. See, it took me hours to figure that out. Uh, <laughs> but so expect tomorrow either to make a trade for Kyle Palmieri or Austin Matthews. <laughs> I, I take I take Casperi Kapanen because it sounds like he's available. I feel I feel like the Maple Leafs are going to do something stupid tomorrow, don't you? Especially yeah. after what happened, we, yeah, which yeah, we have yeah. to talk about for a second, right? And Look, no, it's, it's the 40 year anniversary of the Miracle on Ice, and yes. they had two big big deals yesterday. Obviously, Ovechkin getting 700, thankfully yep. wasn't against the Islanders because everyone saw that coming like two weeks ago, and um, you know Hurricanes, which the Hurricane that organization. They just get it because we'll, we'll talk about what happened first. They lose both goalies early right. in the game. Um, I don't even know what uh, Morazic was doing there, you know, going way out of the circle. But went for a walkabout. Yeah. Oh my God, that was like something a wall would do, or you know, Hashik. But that was oh, okay. Yeah. If people don't realize how much fun it was watching Hashik play the puck. Yeah, he 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 was a wild card to say the least. But here comes you know forty-two year old Zamboni driver David Ayers and forty-two year old. Maple Leafs Zamboni driver. Yeah, exactly. Or Marley's. He works yeah. for the Maple Leafs. Exactly. You know, he was there in practice that morning, you know, so he, he, I don't even think he got, because usually with the emergency backup goalie, you get uh, $500 yes. and you get to the game worn jersey. That's right. I think he signed an amateur tryout, so I don't even think he got that $500. I just wow. think he got the, the jersey, but it was fantastic. He gave up, you know, two goals. Obviously, he went to Devaris. But he he was stable after that. You know, obviously, you know, you, you throw into an NHL game in your hometown, you know, playing against your hometown, you know, team, you know, jitters are going to be there. But he stabilized that whole game. The fact that Toronto could not do anything for <laughs> that is is brilliant. I mean, but you know, obviously, at that point you're torn because you you want to see that success story. You want to see that story. The underdog, you know, Disney will make a movie, whatever. But then you're rooting like, oh wow, the Canes are right on the Islanders butt. I was okay with that. For one night, I was confined. It didn't bother me at all. For one, for one, I put that aside myself as well. And it's like, what, what happens if Toronto misses the playoffs by one or two points? They can look at that game where they lost to a forty-two-year-old backup, backup, a forty-two-year-old Zamboni driver. 
Yeah, that that would be unbelievable. And like I said, how the Canes get it, they they were already like selling like shirts with this yeah. guy's name, and I guess they're trying to get the proceeds for him to get a portion of those, which That's is great. Right. And also donating it, some to because I guess he's a he had a kidney transplant or something of that nature. Yeah. So they're trying to pick a charity too where they can donate to. Right. So it's the Canes get it. They absolutely do. Right, which is fantastic. And you know, and this is not like you know, please love my sport because it's not. But there's no other sport like hockey that has this you know thing. You know, there's the right. chance where you know a guy off the streets can come and play. You right. know, in baseball it's a blowout. You throw a position player in. That happens all the time now. Obviously right. with the new rules, that's not going to happen as much. You know, next year. In, in football, okay, when was the last time you saw two, you know, quarterbacks get hurt? If not, you can throw a running back or a receiver in there. Well, you, know, you do see, like, the rare occasion, though, like, where Kurt Warner was signed off the street and he, you know, he goes off into, you know, to stardom. Or in the oh, NBA, you might get a guy you get a guy on a 10-day contract goes nuts, you know. Yeah, but yeah, but you, you, don't, you don't get the guy, you know, that night who's, like, you know, back <laughs> no. groceries coming in the game. Right. But right. that's, it's just, you know, it's a fantastic, you know, story. And it happens so infrequently. I just hope they just keep these rules. You know, intact for us. You know, because it doesn't happen at all. You know, it, uh, he's going to get a rookie card now. He'll get some of the proceeds from those yeah, sales. It, you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, the Canes, you know, obviously need a goalie in the worst way. Um, yeah, they're going to be active. They're definitely. Yeah. Uh, Anderson, Craig Anderson's name. I've heard. I've heard Robin Lander's name. Although we thought Robin Lander might have been coming back when you know when we thought Ilya Sorokin was traded. Oh, oh my. Uh, yeah. That 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 uh, like 15 minutes was just unbelievable. Great Friday. job, Drager. Oh, yeah. You know, and like you, you don't want to kill NHL insiders because that's kind of a little bit of an oxymoron. I do a little too. bit. No, I they do. Really because because anything because. Yeah, but, but yeah, but there was a conflicting report from a much more reliable source saying he wasn't going to be traded. And like Drager is so quick to, you know, like to, to mock people for fake trades and saying they're living in people's basements. Dude, you got to be you got to be right with that. And he wasn't close. No, he, he wasn't. He All he had to do was call uh, Kevin Weeks. That they have the same agent, you know. Yeah. Weeks knows that, you know. He he knows what's going on there. Yeah, and, and he and he came out and tweeted that too. That that's yeah. um, not going to happen. But who knows if you know it really was going to happen? I mean, like w- what the return was going to be. If, if it was going to be like, still say, do it if the return was right. If, if the return is Brandon Saad and Robin Leonard for Sorkin yeah. and say Thomas and whatever, is, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm doing that in a second, and then you, you don't trade any draft picks, and you can trade a number one for say Pajot, or you know, or maybe a two and a you know, prospect. Hell, yeah. I trade the number one. If, if I'm getting a player with the term back in another trade, I trade Pajot, and you try to resign him. You try to resign Leonard, and all of a sudden your team is immensely better getting those two guys I know, back. I know Saad uh, hasn't had the best of year. I just think he would really fit with Barzell. He's so fast. I, That's the yeah. thing too. It's like. Not only like look, Pajot and Saad, they aren't natural gifted goal scorers. They they do score goals. I mean, they're not get, you're not getting a bona fide sniper with either of them. But the right. influx of skill and speed that is desperately needed in this lineup, and everybody would slot in a more according place. I think the roster would look a lot deeper and a lot better. Yeah, the problem is there there aren't any like snipers out there right no. now. No, well, maybe Hoffman if he's available. Which I mean, they're still so close to the playoffs. I really don't I see why. Would, yeah, how, do you, um, how do you sell him? You know, I mean, I'd take Kreider him would be sec- the perfect fit. Kreider would be, and I still don't believe he's getting traded to the Islanders. I, I think, you know, the, their negotiations have broken down, and I think he will get traded. I just don't see him coming to the Islanders. Yeah, Colorado. No way that, that they make a trade, which doesn't make any sense, personally. You know, it's, Colorado it, needs a forward. Colorado needs a, needs a goalie. Kreider and, uh, and Hank. 
Why not? Kreider and Hank. There you go. Because I mean, obviously, would Hank wave? Would, would Hank wave to go to Denver? You would think at this point of his he career, he didn't wave to go to Columbus or Calgary. Would he wave to go to Denver? Because I think back then, when he didn't wave, he, he was still in their plans. He's right. not in their plans anymore. No, he's not. No, he's not. Which no, he's in the he, way. He's in the way. He's in the way. He's he's Greg. You know, he's Greg Ruby. He's um Jasper Ruby. Jeff Ruby. Yeah, who got traded? Well, uh, anyway, you know, back to back to the Islanders. Yeah, but back to the Islanders. So I mean, if if you think that you know, and obviously I think was it uh, Miko Koivu was someone who was mentioned. Yeah, I mentioned. Yeah, he's like sixty four years old. Yeah, um, and, I just uh, sources tell me that they they kicked the tires on Parisi, but I don't buy that. I I mean, really, it doesn't make any sense. I'm, yeah, they go lose lose bringing players that he knows, but no. Yeah, look, right. I love Zach Parisi if he had a two year contract left, you know. He's 35 I, years old, and his contract ends, I believe. There's think three more Olympics before his contract ends. Yeah, when your newborn's in college. Yeah, I mean it's it's it's. it's like, well, let's like, 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 let's say let's say he had one year left at four million. You take then you would take Zach Breezy. Yeah, I, I, and I and I think he would you know kind of you know breathe new life coming you know come back to the East Coast. Sure. Barzal, yeah, absolutely. But I just the don't... one on the Minnesota Wild who intrigues me, I don't know, is Eric Stahl. Yeah, he's another one I think would be just he's happy where he is. I don't think he I think he's happy where he is too. He has a cup. He's probably a Hall of Famer. He's close. He, he's close. He just like you know he's, he's happy. Over a thousand where... points. He has his Hall of Famer. He yeah he's comfy. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. Would so... the San Jose have any warm bodies left to trade? Who's not hurt? Uh, not. I mean Joe LeBlanc, Thim- LeBlanc, LeBlanc, LeBanc, LeBanc. There we go. We got there. And yeah, who? Which would be ridiculous because he's still affordable in rfa even he would he cost triple- a lot i think just because of his man because of the control you have over him yeah and timo meyer would cost a ton too because his contract's very manageable i think he has five years at like five and a half a year or something like that right yeah i mean you know so, there's a couple guys you know still call paul mary's still out there you know Kreider. yeah, yeah. D- detroit arrested a couple of players they they you know obviously mike green which owners have no need and uh and then to see who who is kind of intriguing. He's intriguing. He's intriguing, yeah. isn't he? He is. I mean, he certainly... He has a lot of talent. Yeah, and he would certainly keep up with Barzal. Yeah, you could probably play him at wing. You don't necessarily have to put him at center. No, but we also don't know how long you know Broussard's going to be out. If, right. If he's, he's also minus 35. Yeah, you know, I, I don't put too much stock in that because that whole team is... You yeah, know, but minus 35 is really bad. It's not like he's minus 10. Yeah, but that whole team is given up. I think what are they? What's their goal differentials? Like minus? It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. I think it's over a hundred now, and and they yeah. I think they're the first team to be eliminated this early since I think Ottawa. Right. Early nineties, which is, is, is look at I look at Ottawa though. Like you know, we they they lucked out where they didn't you know they where they gave Colorado the fourth pick, so they you know they didn't give them the first overall pick. Um, but now they're getting San Jose's pick, and at the time yeah. you think, okay, that's in the high twenties, and San Jose right. falls off a cliff. They could win the lottery with their pick. Yeah, they can. They can conceivably get one and two this year. They could conceivably yeah. get one and two. They definitely will have probably two picks in the top five. Yeah, and then if you can somehow, because and then Ottawa was already loaded with young players too. Yeah, and, and Ottawa can really get a number one for Pajot. With this market being a being a seller's market, probably Wait. yes. Yeah, the way it is to have three number ones, it's, you know, I don't think that'd be bad that long. I, I remember really, Toronto traded their number one to Carolina for, to get rid of a salary, to get rid of Marlowe's salary. Yeah. 
So that's why they're probably going to need a number one if they're going to trade Tyson Berry. Yeah, I, I think Tyson Berry gets you a one. I do. I would. I, I, I would definitely trade a one from Tyson Berry. If I need a defenseman, yeah. It's just a matter of do they do something drastic? Do they trade a captain or a Nylander? Because if either of those guys are available, you have to, you have to kick the, you have to kick the tires there. I mean, not even kick the tires. You got to rattle the doors. Yeah, with Nylander, I would definitely trade a one. I'd trade more than a one. I'd give up. A, and, you know, obviously, they'd want Dobson. Yeah, I'm not, I wouldn't do. I think I would give up. Well, definitely Wallstrom. I don't know if that probably wouldn't be. Probably not Wall, Wallstrom. But the other thing too is the control you have a Nylander. He's at like six years at some six and a half, six, six seven five. Yeah. That's a good contract for guys who right. score sixty something points. And, and they need to clear out some money because they'll actually have Anderson. They have Morgan Raleigh coming up. And they're gonna need to as good as Nealers, when he's on is as good as Barzell. Yeah, no, he's he, he's really good and just because last year was you know washed because of the holdout and they're just getting you know acclimated and you, you see the talent. You saw the talent beforehand too, right? You know, but um, I, I I don't think they're that stupid though. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think. Well, I don't know. Dubis is getting a lot of fly. It's it's a it's a shit show up there. So who knows what's gonna happen tomorrow? Yeah. I thought I thought Winnipeg was gonna be the team to do something stupid, and maybe they will be. But maybe it's gonna be Toronto. Somebody's gonna do something stupid. Although usually when we say that it ends up being Philadelphia. So <laughs> exactly, who's gonna do? Who's gonna overreact and do something stupid tomorrow? And maybe that could work to the Islanders' advantage. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, go out west real quick. Look, you, you mentioned the Jets. You know, the Jets obviously they're not in the Central race anymore. They're like, no. eight, they're like eight points out of a spot or nine points out in the central, but they're in the second wild card right now. Right. So and you know and that's so. so and they for, just added two defensemen, so they I don't think they're going to be that active tomorrow. I don't, yeah, they probably won't. Nashville is still in it for the wild card as well. They're, but they're, they're not good. Nashville's they're not, not good. They're, they're not good, but if they can get in, that's the yeah. thing. Yeah. The, the West is so wide open. It is. It's terrible. You know, especially you know with Colorado with Grubauer being out. Yeah. Right. And then, not that he was like you know Hashik or Wah anyway, but you know he was Nobody's always good. No, he, he's good. Uh, can St. Louis do what they did last year? I mean, they have the pieces. They can certainly you know run the table. Yeah. I mean, Edmonton kind of hung around while McDavid was out. He's going to come back, but they're so like hit and miss. Regardless, are the Ducks are the Ducks still going to sell more pieces? I mean, they have quite a few attractive assets up front. Yeah, right. And there are plenty of forwards at, there I would take. Right. And I, I guess the move firing Gallant worked because Vegas is in first place again. <laughs> right. Well, that deficient so bad. Yeah, it, it's terrible. The Islanders would be in first place in the in, in the in the Pacific. You know? Yeah, they would. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I know it's I, I honestly I don't get it. But you know, earlier earlier Sunday, you know, the Caps played the Pens on NBC again, and I think <laughs> that's seventy fifth time this year they played. I think. It, Really, I think it got picked up for another season. It did, yeah. They I'm renewed it for they sense. renewed it for thirteen more episodes. Yeah, yeah. Although I'm, I'm, they might have to recast um, Ovechkin, though. I think. <laughs> I think he wants more money, so he might actually leave. I think he's getting his own Netflix show. But uh, <laughs> yeah, congrats to him. He's seven hundred goal. But it's it's ridiculous how this this league doesn't showcase all their players. You know, no, they don't. No, most of their players they don't showcase. You know, I mean, it would be nice to see, you know, McDavid on a Sunday afternoon. Nah, I know. Even like, if they're on the East Coast, every Edmonton game should be on TV. Yeah, you're absolutely right. If they're playing Boston, if they're playing DC, if they're playing Philly, if they're in New York, it should they should be on it. They should be on TV. Yeah. But they, you know, the league doesn't get that. 
They don't understand sacrificing some small some it's one of those things where you sacrifice ratings up front to grow the sport long term. So right. yes, up front you're not going to get the ratings, but eventually once you put your best players on TV, you are going to attract more eyeballs because you're getting a, you're putting your best product forward. You're not putting the fucking Sabers and Red Wings on. You know what I mean? The Red yeah. Wings should be banned from NBC for at least two years. Yeah, exactly. You know, but they've been on NBC like ten times this year. Yeah. If you I don't even your... look and see what the NBC games are anymore. I don't because I know I'm not going to like them. No, of course. The only be... time I might be interested is some of those with the ten thirty games. But I have the NHL package anyway, so who cares? Right, exactly. And then you know the the NBC broadcast ones, you always get the same four teams anyway. Right. You know, Philly, you, DC, you get Pittsburgh. the Bruins, Rangers. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Even the Rangers aren't as on as much as those other teams. Yeah, I mean I understand the markets, but I mean when LeBron, LeBron was in Cleveland, Cleveland's yeah. on a market. Yeah. Look at look at now, like how how often are the Pelicans on national TV because of Zion? Yeah, of course. You know, so it's the way it, way it should be. They get it. Yeah. But, yeah, back to the Islanders for a second, um, since it's on our podcast, of course. Uh, one player who's really improved over the last few games has been Devontae's. Yeah. He had a goal tonight, and just the other night, his defensive play was tremendous. And, you know, we knew his speed, you know, his offensive game, but he, he really was is becoming a really good lockdown defenseman as well. They need that every night from him. If he, if, he's, if, he is a, if he is one of the best players in the ice every night, they're going to win games. And they need Nick Letty to play like Devontae's. And a couple yeah. times tonight, Letty actually carried the puck. And, like, he can still change plays when he decides to carry the puck, and he just doesn't do it anymore. So they need Letty to match what Taze is doing. And, and like, yeah, and Pollock's been great, too, for the most part, especially when, since Green has calmed things down. Um but Taze is, has a special skill set that can really, really change plays. And as you see him join, he joins the rush better than a lot of the forwards do. So moving forward, he has to keep playing like this, and it would be nice if Letty could step up and, and, and match that. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, um, you know, it'll just click again. Cause it's, it's been almost two years already with Letty. Yeah. You know, I mean. I mean you can't trade him because you, you're so thin up front, uh, so thin on the blue line. So the, so maybe that's something you do in the off season, but I just don't think he fits here. I don't. Yeah, I, the way Trotz I, plays, he just for some reason he doesn't fit. No, he really doesn't. And which is weird because Trotz has had great defense, offensive defensemen over the years, whether it's Carlson, um, Suter, uh, Weber. You know, he's always had great you know defensive def- I mean, offensive defensemen that have played Yossi. It's just weird that it hasn't worked with anybody. Yeah, I, I I don't know. It, it even started before, you know, Trotz got here. You know, the yeah. second half when the last year when Wade was here, it was it, it was brutal. It, it really was. But I, I don't I don't know what's going on. But we'll we'll have to wait and see. But uh, but Friday night, Honors retired John Snelly's number. Yeah, uh, it was a great it was a, a fantastic ceremony. Uh, it was good to see um, all the former players you know come there. As well as the owners and Bill Daly was there. John Sully's family, you know, he spoke, had, you know, a great speech, you know, well, you know a couple of shout outs to Anders Lee. So that was, that was really nice. Uh, another one coming Saturday, obviously, with Butch Goring. Um, then who knows what's going to happen after that? Yeah, they you need know? to retire somebody's name, who, not from the dynasty years, like, you know, at some point. Yeah. But I guess and the question is who? To, it's, it's Pat LaFontaine. It has to. It has to be Pat Lafontaine. He was the bridge from the dynasty years. Obviously, he was part of the draft of five for five. 
didn't win a cup to then kind of the next generation of Islanders. You know, I, I've had the, you know, the Easter epic and right. those who haven't seen our show, the 30 year show, check it out on YouTube. It's, you know, it's fantastic. We interviewed a lot of players and, okay. uh, officially <laughs> <Sam laughs> Eric Cornick, you know, it, it, it was, it's okay. It's, it, it's a good listen. Good no, watch. it was fantastic. You Fice did a great job with it. Points. I'm just being yeah, a dick. We, yeah, yeah, you are. But, um, yeah, it has to, be. I know there's obviously there were a couple divorces from the team, but you know what? John Tonelli had a, you know, a, a nasty divorce with the Islanders as well. Um, and if you look at just sheer numbers, John Tonelli, like, just, if you don't know anything about John Tonelli's history with the Islanders, he's strictly those numbers, like, why are they retiring this guy? But he meant so much to the team being so clutch and, you know, just being, the, the player he was so gritty, you retire him, as well as Butch Goring. You know, Butch, Butch played maybe 500 games with the Islanders? Yeah, not a ton. It really wasn't a lot, but what he meant to this team was, un, you know, it's more than, you know, what numbers can say. So, but if you're looking at strictly numbers, you look no further than Pat LaFontaine. You know, right. one of the greatest Islanders ever, probably the best American to ever play for the Islanders, if not the best. And he, I think he's the next guy. But even not to have him in the Islanders Hall of Fame is a joke. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there was yeah. a night, the, the first time they, um, the first, I guess the first farewell season of the Coliseum, they honored him one night. He did a ceremonial putt drop. That was it. Nothing else. They did the same thing a couple years ago with John Tonelli. Ceremonial putt drop. Nothing else. Well, if we know one thing, these owners get it. And like, you know, Tonelli, Tonelli said it himself, like, you know, yeah. it was very, uh, you know, I, these owners of Lamorello, they do understand the past quite well. And they, they, they have had a way of getting people who had ugly divorces from prior administrations to be back in and all in with the, with the aisles. And, you know, even if you look at it, it's, you know, it's a guarantee. <clears throat> so it's just, it's more money, you know, from, from the, from the building, right. just getting in more seats in. So I imagine for LaFontaine to be, Another one, if you can look at some other, uh, I mean, dynasty guys, I mean. No, I think other than LaFontaine, I think that's it right now. I don't think there's anybody else. I, I, I think it has to be him. I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, Pierre, Pierre, I don't think Pierre Turgeon played long enough. Part I mean, of the problem I, is a lot of the great Islanders they had in the 90s and, and they did, you know, because of Milbury, they weren't there for more than a couple of years. No. Like Turgeon no. was amazing here, but he wasn't there long enough. No. Sigmund Palfi was amazing. Not here long yeah. enough. You know? Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, you don't Yashin. have to like. Hey, Yashin. You, I mean, you know what? I mean, I have no problem throwing Yashin in the Honors Hall of Fame. I think no, he deserves he, uh, Yeah, I, I, I get it. You know, he was, a, you know, he was always so gracious to the fans, even when he was struggling. You know, and, He and probably had some good hockey left before that nasty injury, so. Yeah, and there was so much pressure on him. He, he, he was like when Beltran came to the Mets. I don't think yeah. what Beltran could have done. I don't think it was enough for him. And he put he a probably bullet. wasn't the you know he needed to not be the guy. He needed to be the next guy. You know what I mean? He needed someone else to take the yeah. pressure off of him. But but you know what? When they did get Yashin, they had Pekka. Pekka That's was true. Here. And they had uh, you know they brought in Dave Scatcherd. Isbister was here. So they had uh, they had other pieces. It wasn't like just it was Yashin and a, like it wasn't just like Tavares and throwing Matt Molson or Brad Boys on the line. You know, right. there were legit players here. So, you know, hopefully, 
you know, it'll be LaFontaine next year because and also you have to remember a couple of anniversaries. For the next three years, you have 40th anniversaries for the Cup teams. So even if right. you want a couple honor 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 those <clears throat> teams, as well as the last year of the, the Coliseum, the second last year of the Coliseum again, it's coming up in a year. So you'd probably want to get at least one more name in the Raptors for that. Yeah, I don't think you forced it though. I mean, Lafontaine's the only one I can think of. Yeah. And then maybe 20 years from now you do Tavares. Yeah, I mean 20, who knows? 35, 40 years from now. Yeah, exactly. Man. Who knows? He might want to get traded back to the Islanders. <laughs> yeah, he might. Yeah, I think you know. All there's a little, 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 little rumor is that they're not happy with it. You know, the fan base isn't exactly thrilled with him up there. So maybe he's changing his bed sheets to blue and orange. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. All right. Uh, before we go, three o'clock tomorrow. Islanders have a new player or not? Yeah, I think they do. Okay. That, no, I think I think they I think they have. Look. I know it sounds unlikely, but I, I just feel like they have to do something. Uh, and I just don't think you can keep not making acquisitions. I think it sends a bad, bad message to the guys in the room that are working their asses off. They deserve – not to so much like – we all want this team to win, right? We want The fan base wants the best team possible. But the players in this locker room deserve – because they've worked their asses off. I can't get – look, whatever happens this year, if the team fails – I put that on the, the roster that was put assembled together, the general manager, not the way the team's been coached or the way the team's played. I uh, They have tried. They, they outseeded their expectations at, at times. They're limited. They're a limited team, but they are a hard-working team. And I, I think the players themselves deserve someone coming in there to help them tomorrow. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, a little bit of breaking news, Dan. What's up? We have a trade. With the Islanders? Of course not. Come on, please. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> um, teams that you would figure would get traded. Uh, Ilya Kovalchuk got traded. Okay, so where? For a third-round pick to the Washington Capitals. Oh, man, he's going to play with Ovechkin. That should be awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, and How about that power play? Yeah, exactly. That's not going to be fun to, to play Third-round pick seems like a lot, though. Yeah, Montreal retains half the salary. Wow, so they're getting him for nothing. Yeah, but I mean, no, I think a third round pick is is is, is a good return for Montreal for someone who's yeah. only played a few games. And, yeah, you know, and he's he, definitely on the he downside of his career. Although he can still rip some rockets from the faceoff circle. Yeah, he kind of you know breathed new life once he got um, traded. Oh, and a uh, little more breaking news: uh, Tampa Bay. This is kind of expected. Um, I saw that Bogosian. Yeah. What do they need him and, for? I don't know. It's it's that's like where you know uh, wave defensemen go to play. You know they, know they go to Florida. So it was you know Shattenkirk who played pretty well after getting bought up by the Rangers and Bogosian. So sure already went there too. Yeah, teams making moves. We'll see what the Islanders do tomorrow, Dan. Yes, we will.